Let me, before turning to giving it to the audience, uh, last but not least, give the floor to Paul Doris, who's the Director uh, of um, uh, Development Strategies and Governance uh, here at uh, IFPRI. Um, but Paul, you have worked along on uh, rural development, agriculture development uh, strategies. Uh, if we listen to this story and what Nameka has been telling, it seems to be like such an obvious proposition to do. Um, as also Catherine said, we see more spreading of cold chain development and dry chain development in uh, other parts of Africa and Asia, some even call that uh, as part of the quiet revolution in food systems that's changing a lot uh, around for uh, the better um, in most cases, particularly where it comes to food security and uh, food solving food safety problems. So maybe good to further reflect on this. If, if this seems to be like such an obvious uh, thing to do, why aren't private businesses and governments not supporting this uh, uh, widespread uh, its, its development, particularly in Africa where uh, the development of coal chains uh, seems to be still so, uh, so poorly uh, uh, taken off. So um, what, um, what do you think should be the ways to scale this up and what, what are other factors we should bear in mind when, um, when thinking about why this is not uh, spreading out more than it is. Well, thank you, Rob. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I think uh, IFBRI research on these issues suggests that uh, the, the value chains here haven't been so much overlooked, but that the conditions haven't always been right in many countries for these value chains to take off. And we're seeing more and more that the conditions are being met in a growing number of countries. And my remarks are, gonna, are going to largely be based on research done by Bart Minton and others. And Bart gave me some very helpful email comments. If you like what I have to say, thank Bart. If you don't like it, don't blame Bart. <laughs> It, it was me. Um, but uh, some of the work that Bart, Tom Reardon, and others did a while back in India, and in particular in Bihar, a very poor state, focused on the potato value chain and the kind of investments that needed to come together and, and policies. So you had a whole host of things that came together that made this uh, sector take off. There were market reforms in terms of deregulation. Uh, allowing uh, entrepreneurs, allowing businessmen to use cold storage for more than just potato seed. Go figure, there had been a regulation that had limited that. Uh, but the market also was privatized uh, in India and previously only licensed agents could operate in wholesale markets. So that policy change made a big difference. In India, the potato value chain took off, the cold storage took off, also, there were investment subsidies, maybe not the best policy for every country, but that was one part of what was happening in India. But there was also things on the public service side, the uh, investments in the roads and electricity. And we've been hearing that from some of the other panelists. Uh, and that was key. There's, there was also in India to make something work like this was the investments in agricultural research and extension, particularly on the, on the potatoes in that case. But you can look at Sub-Saharan Africa and East Africa, ongoing work by BART and team 
in Uganda and in Ethiopia. And, and there you get a contrast between something that's working, more or less, and things that aren't working quite as well. And that means working in Uganda on some of these value chains, the cold storage, and not so much in Ethiopia. And several key factors that have been named by several of the panelists um, already. One has been access to foreign exchange. It's been a big constraint in uh, Ethiopia. You talked about importing machinery, uh, chilling tanks in, in the case of uh, Ethiopia for milk, for the dairy value chain. It's hard to get the import, the foreign exchange and the import license for these things. And that can put a break on this whole uh, process. Contrast, Uganda, that foreign exchange was available and that enabled uh, that dairy uh, value chain to grow and develop. Another big one was access to capital. Um, and in Bangladesh and in India, this famous uh, taking off of the potato value chains, yeah, the capital was available. And the equipment may have been very capital intensive, but it was possible for these entrepreneurs to get the capital. That's not so easy in Ethiopia quite a bit easier in Uganda. A couple times the issue of scale has been mentioned. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons why we haven't seen these value chains take off as much in some of these countries. Because the scale hasn't always been there. And now we're seeing these countries, Ethiopia, Uganda, many other countries, per capita incomes are growing, urbanization is growing, the market for high quality, high value tomatoes or potatoes or whatever, dairy, is, is growing very quickly. And so that makes it possible for these investments to pay off. And then finally, stability of policy and government transparency. If you're going to in, uh, make an investment, you need some kind of stability. Stability on the exchange rates, stability on your access to credit, stability on uh, local policies to, to support private investment. So those are some of the things that we are seeing from the research in, uh, well, earlier in India, but also in ongoing in Uganda, Ethiopia. Uh, but these lessons, the, this experience in Nigeria is in many ways very encouraging. And there are opportunities perhaps to replicate these successes but other conditions need to be met uh, as well. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Paul, and also for referring to other experiences uh, to clarify what kind of hurdles uh, there may be, but particularly which elements may need to be falling into place. It's, it's not just good entrepreneurship, it's broader organization, the finance, and uh, of course also a good policy frame a good enabling environment regulatory or policy uh, wise so question is how can we make this um, this happen in practice so that this becomes a normal rather than the exception uh, also in africa